Welcome, everyone. You guys have a buzz going tonight. Great chant, wasn't it? That's why the Krishnas jump up and start dancing. I could see you almost did it. But your inherent uptight some scars kept you back. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> welcome to the program. We're going to begin with some mantras. Um, the world is a mess, as you may have noticed. Uh, and so just to assuage that slightly, um, we're going to chant some goddess mantras. May the goddess help things restore love, restore peace, restore sanity where there's insanity. And so, can we put them up? Same coming. We have a, a series of mantras which represent the goddess in all her forms. These are called bija mantras or seed mantras. And we're going to just chant 27 mantras. As soon as it gets up there, I'll Oh, well, Om Aim Rim Klim Krim Shring Dum Parashakye Namaha. Parashakye is the supreme Shakti that includes all the other goddesses. The goddess is really one, but she's, she splits up for various functions. When she's fierce, she becomes Durga. And when she becomes uh, artistic and intellectual, she becomes Saraswati. And when she becomes loving and rich, She's Lakshmi, everybody's favorite. Um, so, so there's a Om. Essay after me. Om Aim Rim. Klim Krim Shrim. Dum. Dum. Parashatye Namaha. You don't have to say it like that. <laughs> and we begin with uh, introductory mantras. And then we'll do 27 of them. So let's do that. Thank you. 
by quoting my guru, Swami Muktananda, who began every one of his programs by saying in Hindi, Sabko Varisanmane Kesat Dik Swagat. With great respect and love, I welcome you all with all my heart. And he said that's the essence of spirituality, to welcome other people with love. And so in that spirit, I want to welcome you. <clears throat> Tonight we do... Um, a very peculiar program. It's got various titles. Um, I've called it Notes from the Tea Shop, which is based on the fact that in, when I was in the ashram in Ganeshpur, we had a tea shop next door. And most of the time, the shakti, the energy in the ashram is so strong that I couldn't think. But I go into the tea shop, I have some tea, some chai, and uh, you could think a little better there. And then I would write down different insights I had and, and so on. So uh, I've kept notebooks over the years of different kinds of insights, practices, all kinds of things. <clears throat> and so um, I've collected a bunch of them and I'm doing volume one. We've, we've just finished editing volume one and early next year it'll probably come out. We still have to work on it. Uh, so, um, uh, it's been called Notes from the Tea Shop, and here's an actual on the scene picture of Notes from the Tea Shop. <laughs> it could, could be, you know. <laughs> I've been photo lifted into it, actually, but it's an actual picture of the tea shop next door. and. Uh, all the all the guys there are. It's after lunch. Um, everybody's put on their work clothes and going to go out in the ashram to do some ashram work, and they stopped in for a, a bracing cup of chai, and then they're going to go out there. So that's what's happening there. <clears throat> those are all uh, my guys from those days. Um, <clears throat> it's also been. One of the, another possible title for which I like a lot is Vijnana Shankara, which is a, 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 bow, a bowing to Vijnana Bhairava, one of the great texts and collections of uh, meditations. And so I'm by no means saying that it's equivalent to it, but it's paying homage to Vijnana. Uh, <clears throat> it means the wisdom of, uh, of Bhairava, the wisdom of uh, Shiva. Um, David Ma says I should call it um, the wisdom of a fool. <laughs> because Shankar is Shiva in his most compassionate sense. With he's known as Bolo Shankar, which is Shankar the fool, because he accepts everyone. And uh, he makes no discrimination, just accepts everyone. That's why it's important to be a Shaivite, especially if you have questionable past. <laughs> <clears throat> so Shiva has to accept everybody. You know, the others are more strict in their um, entrance requirements. <laughs> it's like getting into a nightclub, you know, you have to have certain qualities to be allowed in. 
But Shiva's nightclub, everyone can be there. So, <clears throat> and uh, so the subtitle will be Contemplations, Considerations, and Meditations for the Present Age. So that, oh, another possible title is Try This. Because many of them are like, try this, inner, like mind experiments, what Einstein is called mind experiments. Use the meditative experiment. So they here we vote. go. What? They can vote. They'll say wisdom of a fool, won't they? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You can, you can write what you like somewhere in Tennessee. What? What? Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. What about Vigyana uh, Sankara? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be volume one. There's at least one more volume. Uh, we're going to have 250 of these notes in the first volume. And here are a few of them. Are you ready? Okay. They're on diverse topics. <clears throat> the first one is called Encouraging Things to Say to Solids, Vitals, and Peculiars. I'm going to. That's uh, solid vinyl peculiar is a um, typology we use here. <clears throat> and uh, see, uh, the neogram is very complicated. Astrology is very complicated. Uh, numerology is very complicated. All are complicated. But, but for dummies, solid vinyl peculiar is good. It's just three types. The physical type is the vital. The intellectual type is the solid. And the emotional type is the peculiar. <clears throat> so each of us is uh, one, of the, uh, one or the other with other parts. You know? So you're mainly a solid, vital, or peculiar. So do you know what you are? <laughs> Thinking, feeling, doing. Like is, is, if a crisis happens, do you wheel into action? Do you wheel into action? Or do you start planning? Or do you take your bed hysterical? <laughs> then you know which one you are. <clears throat> you faint. Uh, so here are things you can say to a solid. All right? Now, if you're a solid, I'm speaking to you, OK? So just listen. I believe in you. That makes sense. I agree with you. Now, vital. If you're a vital, listen to this. I'm speaking to you. Hey, hey, I'm speaking to you. Right. I'm proud of you. You are impressive. <laughs> you are right. <clears throat> if you're peculiar, I'm speaking to you. You're fabulous. I love you. <laughs> Everything will be all right. <laughs> and the comment. You don't like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm I'm open to suggestions. I'm not. It's not in final form. I don't think they're good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I agree with you. 
You're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. And the comment, the comment is, this knowledge and your loincloth are all you need to make your way in the world. <laughs> okay. Or a bikini. What? <laughs> a bikini. Uh, a bikini. <laughs> Dave was informed tonight. <laughs> uh, they are not all, whenever you do solid barbecue, it's always funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so th these are more sober, okay? <clears throat> this one's called My Thoughts and My Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Try this. Try this. Ask yourself, you should ask yourself, which do I trust more, my thoughts or my feelings? <laughs> that's, that's it. That's just it. Huh? Neither. That's good. Comment says, in reality, both are untrustworthy. <laughs> what you can trust is the voice of the self. However, for your own self-understanding, it's important to discover your own tendency. No, it's really, you have to look at that and see you act on that. Another one, number 200. It's called Shakti. And I know that uh, Lilavati in her very uh, Shakti-filled uh, talk about Ganeshpuri. Yeah. That was uh, beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Um, so I thought I might explain Shakti. Shakti means energy, but it means divine energy. And um, uh, it's the goal of our yoga. This is the path of the Shakti, which means uh, the goal is to uh, it begins with the awakening of our knowledge of the Shakti, our connection with the Shakti, and then it, uh, the, every attempt is to increase the Shakti. As you increase Shakti, you, you grow in wisdom, in peace, in happiness, in joy, in bliss, and so on. And that is one of the aphorisms uh, that um, uh, in, uh, in Shaivism that says, he is a worldly soul, he is a samsaran who has poverty of shakti, who's lacking shakti. The reason we suffer is because we don't have enough shakti. Mm -hmm. But it goes on to say, uh, by unfolding one's shakti fully, one becomes Shiva himself. And the, the, we, we leak shakti in different ways through tearing thoughts, through, through fear, through anger, through depression, all these things are ways of, to uh, hatred, self-hatred. These are ways of leaking, losing Shakti. And so we have to repair all that and then grow in it. And then we're full of joy. The great beings that I met in India had conquered these tendencies and they were full of bliss. They're full of joy because of that. I am Shakti Daridra Samsara Yuchyate. He is a samsaran who has poverty of shakti. And svashakti vikase tu shiva eva. He who fully unfolds his shakti, he becomes shiva. So this is uh, the aphorism. The shakti is a yogi's moral and spiritual compass. It means that a yogi doesn't measure against ideals, political ideals, social ideals, or thoughts like that. Um, moral ideals, he only measures things, he or she, 
only measures things against the Shakti, because the Shakti is the divine. And comment. The Shakti is a higher authority than your thoughts and feelings, your concepts, and your opinions. So, the Shakti. I like that one. It's a moral and spiritual compass. If you're moving towards increased Shakti, it means you're moving in the right direction. And if you're losing Shakti, you're becoming depleted of Shakti, more depressed, more empty, uh, no matter how it fits your ideals, you're still moving in the wrong direction. <clears throat> Another one. <clears throat> this is called the voices within you. Within you are several voices. Uh, first voice, the voice of the bound soul. <clears throat> uh, in Indian scripture, they call it the pachu, the animal, the, the bound soul. Lost in samsara, lost in, in externals. Whinging, self-pitying, angry, full of tearing thoughts. Tearing thoughts are self-hatred. So we all have these voices in, but a voice that whinges, a voice that feels sorry for yourself. You have that voice? Oh, poor me. Uh, and then the angry voice. And the, the tearing thoughts, tearing thoughts is, I think, the Western epidemic, self-hatred, feelings of insufficiency, comparing ourselves to others. <clears throat> so that's the voice of the bound soul in you. Then there's a better voice called, I call the realistic witness. This is, uh, this you could say is intelligent, the intelligent person inside makes A statements, accurate statements of present feeling. Instead of buying the whole story, just says, I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel happy. Just bears witness to what is. <clears throat> and then you have still better voice, the practical sage, I call it. This one makes B statements. These are uplifting statements. Like, everything's okay. I'm doing all right. So on. And finally, the voice of the self or the voice of the guru. This is a voice similar to the scriptural Mahavakyas, the great statements, what we call G statements. I am Brahman, Aham Brahmasmi. I am the self. These great statements. Baba once told me, always think I am the self. And it went into me in such a powerful way. It uplifted my mind, uplifted my heart to contemplate that. Meanwhile, while I'm whinging, feeling sorry for myself, then, then I think of that. And Bob said, don't think you're a poor fool. Think you're a happy fool. <laughs> <clears throat> so try this. Find each of these voices inside you and listen to them speak. And when they speak inside you, you should feel what it feels like to, for that voice to be speaking. Because the higher the voice, the fuller and more harmonious the feeling. The lowest voices, the tearing thoughts, self-hatred, feel very contracted and miserable. <clears throat> of these, the highest and truest voice is the fourth one, the voice of the self. Comment. 
Gurdjieff spoke about different eyes, that's I, not EY, eyes, within a person. <clears throat> Each of these has its own profile and its own characteristic sound. The voice of the self is the true voice and the one uplifts. They also have their own feeling, each of these voices. So you have to be aware of what voice is speaking to you, not just buy into it. Okay. <clears throat> How are we going, all right? Great. Okay, here's a f four on the guru. You ready for that? Yeah. Okay. The guru's job. First, to awaken the disciple. Now we call that Shaktipat, the awakening. And second, to guide and encourage the disciple towards the Shakti and away from blocks. Very simple when you think about it. So once the awakening happens, <clears throat> encourage us to move towards a fuller contact with the Shakti, which is spiritual energy. And... Um, and at the same time, moving towards the Shakti, you have to move away from blocks, tendencies that undermine it, because we're filled with them from bad education, from uh, you know, what we learned in our childhood and so on, other things. We have to move away from them. Comment. <clears throat> All true gurus have the power of awakening, Shaktipat, by means of knowledge, energy, or love. There are different kinds of awakenings. They can awaken through wisdom, uh, through just sheer energy, or through devotion, through love. <clears throat> the guru will work with those who turn to him to help them know the self. Some students receive practices to do, methods, meditation practices, mantras, so on. While others, the relationship with the guru itself becomes the sadhana. For some, it's just the relationship with the guru that becomes the means of sadhana. <clears throat> Another one. Leaving the guru. You, you can find a million reasons to leave the guru, but there are two important reasons to stay. Maybe this should be called staying with the guru. <clears throat> they are to know the self, and to please the Shakti, the spiritual energy. Comment, when the Shakti is happy, she floods you with energy and love and contentment. You feel close to God. That is a testimony that you're moving in the right direction. This is uh, the, the secret of the sages, the knowing of this divine energy, which is a feedback system, a GPS. It tells you when you're moving in the right direction. And because we move blindly in the wrong direction, we're depressed, we're miserable, we're depleted. And when we learn to move, the guru helps us orient in the right direction by meditation, by contemplation, by making wise choices in our lives, so on. <clears throat> Another one, relationship to the all. Realization is characterized by an appropriate relationship with the whole. <clears throat> Self-realization could be said to be, to be in the right relationship with everything, on every level. 
the social level, personal level, family level, career level, cosmic level, all that stuff. <clears throat> the relationship with the guru is a method of increasing your relational capacity. In the comment, when you relate to one who's in relationship to the all, you learn to relate to the all, to everyone. It's a matter to when I learned from Baba, Baba was in easy and benevolent and uplifting and energized relationship to everyone, everyone who came to him in different ways, but it would manifest. And, and then when you relate to a being like that, um, you relate to the all. We all have our weaknesses and strengths. We relate to some types well and other types wrong. And that to learn how to relate to all appropriately, uh, the relationship with the guru is. <clears throat> Should I do this one, representing the guru? You want to hear that? Okay. In relation to the guru, you're always a disciple. Always a disciple. I love discipleship. I always feel myself uh, Baba's disciple, even though he's dead for 40 years or whatever it is. I feel him very present to me every day, every moment. <clears throat> but when you leave the presence of your guru, your spiritual job is to be his representative in your life. You become the guru in your life. That means with family, with friends, with work. It doesn't mean you shout orders from high and high. It doesn't mean that. Comment. To be his representative means to hold the shakti and embody the teachings in that state as best you can. It means to always move towards upliftment, towards the upward shift. That's holding that space. It's not becoming an authoritarian. That's not a true guru. That's <clears throat> and that means to tell people about meditation. Beyond that, it means that you can tell people about meditation, self-inquiry, and satsang, but only when there's a real opening. The real thing is to hold that shakti, hold that state, the state of the guru, as much as you possibly can, which means control your anger, control your fear, control your depression, get victory over all that. <clears throat> okay. Surrender. You like that word? Try this. <clears throat> Surrender is the willingness, now try this, the willingness to move towards the upward shift. Are you willing to move towards the upward shift? Towards the upliftment of the energy? <clears throat> it's the willingness to be open to the shakti, to this power this inner power that's not known by most people, but is very palpable, very real. When you come to the ashram, you feel a certain energy. And you, you learn that that's the divine energy. You go to Ganeshpur, tremendous power there. And then to be open to that energy and to nurture that energy. <clears throat> to be willing to get off your bad trips now, a lot of times we love our bad trips. 
Other people don't love them, but you love your bad trips, even though they're not good for you. They bring you down. And you can justify them. You justify them in various ways. We justify our bad trips. But if we're willing to get off our bad trips in order to grow, to uplift ourselves, that's what we're talking about. And finally, in uh, forum speak, to be coachable. To be coachable. To be open if we're caught in anger. We're caught in depression. We're caught in and uh, upset, to be, to be open to benevolent coaching to get us out of that. Sometimes we're so caught in a tantrum, say, that we don't want to get, we don't want to leave it, even though it's not good for us, even though it's miserable. <clears throat> Comment. Surrender takes discrimination because it's easy to surrender to our tantrums, our bad tendencies and our attachments. Most people are surrendered in this wrong way. What have we surrendered to? We've sent it to uh, bad tendencies. Of course, if you have a true guru, you don't have to have much discrimination. You just have to follow his guidance. That's why uh, it was good for me. I just could follow the path. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I've got two more. All right. The second one will be meditation. <clears throat> this one's called Renounce and Invoke. At the beginning of your meditation, you can say inwardly, <clears throat> and you can make your own selection. And this is a try this. Try this at the beginning of your meditation. Say, I renounce my ego. I renounce my attachment and aversion. Go inside while I say this and see how it resonates. I renounce my opinions, even my right ones. <laughs> I renounce my fear, my anger, my ignorance. That's renounce. So renouncing is a letting go. And then invoke is to embrace. So I invoke God however you conceive of God, the higher power. I invoke the guru, the principle of the guru. I invoke the shakti. I invoke the higher energy. I invoke good health. You can call on good health. I invoke wisdom. I invoke love. You can make your own selection from these so it means that when you, you might try this, if you wanted to try this, when you meditate, you say, I get rid of whatever is bugging you at the moment. I renounce, just say it. You don't have to actually do it, because we don't know how to do it. But just say, I renounce, or I want to renounce. I feel depressed, so I renounce my depression. I embrace the higher power. I embrace love. You just make those powerful statements at the beginning of meditation. And finally, this will be, we'll take this into meditation. This one's called Customize Your Mantra. <clears throat> so the mantra of our tradition is Om Namah Shivaya. And, and Baba, under certain conditions, gave 
Guru Om as a mantra, and also Hamsa, a breath mantra. <clears throat> First point, mantra is full of Sat, Chit, Ananda. It's full of Sat, which is beingness, powerful presence. Uh, chit, it's conscious. It's consciousness itself. And Ananda, it's also blissful. So it, mantra has these powers. It gives peace and insight. Try this. Repeat the mantra thinking that it is full of the quality that you want. Is there a quality that you want inside? Here are some examples. Contentment. Fulfillment. Strength. Love. Wisdom. Shakti. Peace. And there are many more. Any of those you want? Is there any particular one that, that you really would love to have uh, like two kilos of? So, so then when you say the mantra, think that the mantra is dipped in that quality. <clears throat> Comment. Regard the mantra as the embodiment of that quality or attribute. Okay, so have you figured it out? Who wants to raise a hand and tell me what quality they want to invoke? I want to hear from three of you, if not 12. Faith. What? Faith. Faith. Who else? Do I see a hand? Yeah. Joy. Joy. Good one. Good health. Good health. Very good. Love. Love. Just like Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, who else? One more? Those are pretty good. Baba told me, be content with what you have, he once told me. So contentment. Contentment is not like a, a, a glamorous entry into this sweepstakes. But man, it's good. <laughs> Contentment. The mind's always uh, searching and looking, you know, and feeling it's got too much, too little. The other person's doing better. But to be content, what a gift. I'm not selling it. Whatever you like. <laughs> <clears throat> so say the mantra, Om Namah Shivaya, repeat it to yourself, thinking that it carries that quality. Do that at least for a minute at the beginning of meditation, and we'll meditate for 10 minutes. Uh, then you can meditate any way you like. <clears throat> so we'll meditate for 10 <laughs> What did I miss? Oh. oh, yeah. So we'll meditate now for 10 minutes. <clears throat> 